Hello, this is Tommy Barco. Welcome to The Essential Podcast. Today, we're talking about two essential destinations you got to see. All right, all right. Well, welcome to the show. Today, we're talking about one of my favorite things, recreation. Now, we're always talking about family, occupation, recreation, trying to help our clients and people that listen to the show focus on what truly matters, what's truly essential. And today we're going to each take a recent trip that we took, a destination that you've got to have on your bucket list. If you've been before, hopefully we can give you some information about some things to do that you didn't before you went, and you can go back and check those out. So Matt's got a place, I've got a place, and we're going to chat about them here. Matt, yours has actually been on my list for quite some time, and I can't wait to talk about it. You got to get there, Tommy. Yeah. So we actually planned, we haven't revealed it yet, keep everybody in suspense, but we actually planned to go last year for spring break and kind of do a drive up that way and ended up not doing something else instead. Even before that, it's something we've been interested in. And spoiler alert here, all of these are in the United States, in the continental U.S., so easy to get to, relatively speaking. You don't have to even leave the country, so no passport required. Yeah, so the place we're talking about first... Charleston, South Carolina. Yeah. I kind of feel like Wheel of Fortune there. That was fun. <laughs> <laughs> Big reveal. Yeah, it was a great trip. I was able to tag along with my wife for her work, so expenses were fairly low. And while she was out working, I was out exploring. And it was a good time. So a couple of notable places for me. Uh, the first one was Fort Sumter. You know what happened at Fort Sumter, Tommy? I do not. That's where the uh, Civil War started. Oh. The first shots yeah. fired on Fort Sumter. So uh, very cool. You got to take a ferry across the channel, I guess it would be called, and then you can uh, check everything out there. It is, I will say this, other than being at a place where history happened that involves the United States, it's a little bit bland. There's still some cannons there and some cool stuff to see. Mm-hmm. So I still recommend it, but I probably wouldn't do it again. Gotcha. Um, Next place is the Charleston Aquarium. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm not going to tell you about all the fish I saw, but very (laughs) cool place. And then one of the places I did not get to go to, but I could see, was the USS Yorktown is uh, anchored across the channel, similar to Fort Sumter, but all the way across on the other side. And you can tour that. And see the planes and all. Although you guys kind of have some of that stuff down your way, so mm-hmm. that may not be as exciting for you as somebody from the Midwest. And yeah. then notable places that I would recommend you check out, Tommy, mm-hmm. is the Charleston Crab House. Mm-hmm. And if you've got, and I lucked into this because it was a work deal, but uh, you got a little extra scratch, you can go to the Peninsula Grill, which is extremely high rated, but also very expensive. So that's that's pretty much it about Charleston. I did a lot of walking. Um, one of the very cool things for me was to continue to to kind of stroll around the block, so to speak. But there's a lot of old graveyards and old homes that are very cool if you're not used to seeing them because Charleston is somewhat of an older town in the United States, whereas right. I'm from everything's not very old and mm-hmm. very kind of uh, nostalgic. Right. I've never been, and like I said, it's been on our list, but everybody that we ever talk to says, oh, I love Charleston, or you've got to go to Charleston. So I can imagine it's scenic, you know, well, it's got, I guess, some old oak trees and stuff around there, 
feels kind of that historic feel, something that's been around a while. So I got to see my first tombstone with a 1700 and 1600 mm. uh, date on it, which I thought was just, I, I, you know, I don't see that around here. So it's really interesting. Yeah. Hard to wrap your mind around that too. A long time ago. Now, would that be a drive for you or is that a fly trip? Yeah, we would drive. We considered actually doing that, hitting uh, Savannah, Myrtle Beach, kind of just going up the East Coast a little bit or starting at the top, actually, and working our way down. But yeah, we'd drive that. Wouldn't be too bad. Nice. You flew? I did. Yeah. Cool. Maybe the same distance. I don't know. It's, it's not a short drive for us, but very good. Well, the next place uh, I did fly to, and the first one for me is going to be the Florida Keys. So obviously the southernmost part of the United States, continental United States, the um, long expanse there off the tip of Florida is pretty interesting place to visit. That's what I've heard. Yeah, you know, so we're on the coast here and I had some things in my mind about what to expect. Uh, the water's gorgeous, but there aren't really a lot of beaches. Um, the, any sand that's there is brought in, which was kind of a surprise, but had some unbelievable food. And I'll give you guys a few tips here on what to do, where to eat, and what we would do if we went back. You know, when we left, we were like, wow, that was fun. It was a cool experience. Probably won't go back, or if we do, it'll be a while. But now, we are, it's been four years or so maybe, and we're kind of chomping at the bits to go back because it was just some great memories, some cool stuff to do. So you have the upper, middle, and lower keys, and you kind of have to pick your your hotel and the location there, I would recommend the middle keys because you're, you know, right in between the upper and the lower, as it, as uh, is obvious from the middle keys being the the name of the area. <laughs> <laughs> but it it allows you to be kind of out of the you know the frenetic noise of Key West. But then also there's some neat things to do up in in the upper keys as well. And the middle keys is more a little more laid back. We actually stayed at a resort called Hawks K. It was great. has a had a great restaurant. Uh, there's a marina there, and you could do some stuff from there, fishing or snorkeling, scuba diving, stuff like that if you wanted to. You could actually even swim with dolphins there on site. So it was a cool place to go and just stay and be, but you want to get up and venture out. And there were two restaurants that really jumped out to us. Nothing extraordinary, but but definitely notable. You'd want to check them out. The first one is called Lorelei, and they have key lime pie there, as is common in the Keys, delicious and it was the best i've ever had we got some funny stories about the creme uh, the creme brulee the key lime pie but we uh we ended up you know buying a whole pie and having it slices for everybody and so it was something that i've even tried to get after the fact shipped for a special occasion because it was just unbelievable very cool very (laughs) cool outdoor area live music the weather in the keys is very temperate throughout most of the summer and the, throughout the year based just on based on where it's located. And the other one's called Lazy Days. And the neat thing about the Keys is lobster is like a burger. I mean, they just snorkel out, grab them, and cook them. So it's not the expensive delicacy that it could be here in other parts of the country, maybe akin to maybe like Maine, where it's just right there and they're very common. And so we went there and had like lobster prepared all kinds of ways and it was incredible, very good, very reasonable and someplace we would go back for sure. All these places have great views because you're on this little strip of land, right? So you're, you're able to see the water usually and palm trees. Iguanas are roaming around. There's coconuts for sale on the side of the road. 
Just a very cool experience, very laid back place. And one little touristy place to visit that's been around forever or for a long time is Theater of the Sea. You ever heard of that? I have not. Yeah. So apparently there used to be a TV show that aired there. I don't know that it was before our time, but but definitely early on in, in our lives. And uh, it was pretty cool. I mean, it was you could tell it's been there a while. It was kind of like this outdoor aquarium slash zoo. Most of it was marine life. Some people we were with swam with a sea lion, which was kind of unique. Carter and Chloe were very young, but they got to paint with a dolphin. The dolphin came up with a paintbrush in its mouth, and they held the canvas. And <laughs> it painted cool. on the canvas, and you know we got videos of that. And then just a really neat kind of tropical-feeling zoo called Theater of the Sea. And, of course, you got to go to Key West, watch the sunset there, see the southernmost tip, and all the festivities and crazy stuff that goes on in Key West. We uh, did a little train tour, saw Hemingway's home. So lots of cool stuff to see. Definitely go back and would recommend that check it out if you've never been. So now, Tommy, is if I'm going to Key West and I kind of put my vacations into two separate categories, one would be like a lazy beach-going vacation, and the other would be like a Charleston, South Carolina, rolling around, seeing everything I can before I have to leave vacation. So mm-hmm. which where does Key West fall? Yeah, it's kind of a blend, which is what's neat about it. You could do either. You can, you know, there aren't a lot of must-see things, but there are some. And so you could easily fit those in in a day or two. And then you could spend the other day or two or three that you were there just totally chilling. Um, well, and that might that might be perfect for me because, I mean, if, if I go on one of those, that's why I haven't gone to Europe yet besides the fact that it's very expensive, <laughs> yeah. uh, is you feel like you need a vacation from the vacation once you mm-hmm. went and saw everything. Right. You know, most of the notable things are in Key West, and then you have the dry Tortugas that you can boat out to, and we didn't do that, but it's a national park that's be a pretty cool thing, kind of a must-see if you were in the area. We will definitely go if we go back. And that's kind of why I like, I like the middle keys. It really takes from the, the beginning of the upper keys, Key Largo, to Key West. It's about a three-hour drive, oh, which wow. is surprising, mostly because of the speed limit. I mean, it's neat two-lane roads, some bridges and stuff, but it's it's a slow-go drive through there. So if you stay in the middle, probably should have clarified this earlier, You know, now you're an hour, hour and a half from Isla Mirada, Key Largo, and the upper keys, and then Deer Key and Key West, you know, in the bottom keys. So the middle keys would be Marathon. We were on Duck Key, which is real small, but right there by Marathon, it's where your Publix and, you know, gas stations and some restaurants are. So yeah, interesting trip. You could do both. You could have easily stayed at the resort and just did nothing. But when you go that far to something that's, you know, so popular, you definitely want to check off some of the touristy things well Tommy I'm definitely gonna have to put the keys on my short list of places to see sounds like it might be a good fit for me yeah with the way that I handle vacations so uh, we're coming up on a quite a few minutes here why don't you wrap it up yeah man hope you get down there soon we are itching to go back and Charleston is on my short list as well so looking forward to checking it out Appreciate everybody tuning in to the Essential Podcast. As always, we will be back sooner than later. We'll see you here in two weeks. In the meantime, keep it essential.
thanks for sticking around after the music here. And as always, we appreciate you tuning into the Essential Podcast. Just have a quick disclosure for you here. Securities are offered through S.A. Stone Wealth Management, Inc., member FINRA and SIPC. And advisory services are offered through S.A. Stone Investment Advisors, Inc.